I'm Josh Porter, and today's practice will be another practice that will be best realized when you are alone in a comfortable, quiet place where you'll be free from distraction for a few minutes. So if you're not there yet, you can feel free to listen along and then revisit this episode later when you're in that distraction-free environment and come back to this episode a bit later. Today's practice that I'm going to walk you through is listening prayer. It's one of the most basic and fundamental spiritual disciplines and methods of prayer that we use on a regular basis at Van City in our church gatherings in our communities. And so it's obviously one of the things that's most missing from this time of isolation and separation and quarantine when we can't get together in the same room and go through the same practices all at once. Ordinarily on a Sunday evening when we would be gathering all together in one room, we would end every long stretch of studying the scriptures, teaching Bible theology with what we would sometimes call the response time. We think that we're not meant to simply study the scriptures and be formed by information, though we are formed by information, but that we are to respond to the things that we're learning, the things that God is asking us to do in the text, the way that the Spirit is convicting us in the moment. And one of the best ways we can do that is simply ask God what he wants to say to us in that moment, in that evening, as a response to what we're learning all at once with everyone in the room. But listening prayer is not something that is to be relegated to church gatherings, though we practice it in our communities and on Sunday evenings. We think that listening prayer is fundamental amongst the tools in the belt of any apprentice of Jesus, and I would argue should make up the ongoing, even daily time of practicing the presence of God, prayer, meditation, scripture. So I'm going to walk you guys through a basic practice of listening prayer. My encouragement is that you would not only sit back and listen to these instructions, but to actually practice in real time as I walk you through the practice. It starts with something that we sometimes call clearing the room. So I'm going to begin by asking the Spirit of God to come and speak. We believe that God's Spirit is everywhere at all times, so it's not something that we have to conjure into the room with some kind of incantation or right behavior or any such thing, but that God's Spirit is readily available to disciples of Jesus. In fact, the Spirit of God is alive and in us, so it's as close as our bodies. Our bodies are temples of God's Spirit. That doesn't mean that we're great at hearing the Spirit of God. We sometimes say Jesus is always with us, but we are not always with Jesus. So, Father, would you, by your Spirit, open our minds to receive via the imagination that you've given us anything that you have to say? Would you open our ears, so to speak, to hear what you have to say? Would you open our hearts to be stirred by what you have to say? Holy Spirit, would you silence any and all competing voices in our immediate vicinity? be they voices of distraction from the day, voices of stress, anxiety, fear, be they spiritual voices of opposition, demonic voices, demonic oppression, the enemy, temptation, feelings of shame, anything that would dampen the voice of God or distract us from it, we command to be silent in the name of Jesus the King. And if you agree with that and you want that also, then go ahead and pray that in your own words right now.
next what I'm going to do is just ask God to speak to us by his spirit. And the way that works is once we've asked God if he has anything to say, we're going to simply sit and listen in the quiet. And we're not listening for an audible voice usually, but what we are listening for is um, some sense that comes to our perception, maybe an image that comes to our imagination. It could be a scripture that comes to mind. It could be um, a picture or a short film that plays in your imagination. It could be just what we sometimes call like a gut sense, some kind of feeling that comes over you. Now, of course, anything that pops into your head and any feeling that you get isn't necessarily from God. But my encouragement to you is that as after we ask God to speak and we sit and listen, entertain the possibility that what does come into your mind and what does come into your thinking and feeling could be from God. It doesn't mean that you have to accept that it's definitely divine knowledge in that moment. But I think that if we are too distracted with, oh, that's just me, if we're too dismissive with anything that comes to our mind, we tend to miss what God has to say. So if something pops into your mind, a word, an image, um, a memory, a thought, a scripture. Don't push it aside. Don't just think, oh, that's probably just me. Consider it thoughtfully. Turn it over in your mind for a little bit. Think about the implications of what it would mean if it was from God. Now, one important thing to remember while you sit and wait on God to speak is the way that God does and does not talk to his children Remember, God is an artist. He is the artist. So he does tend to speak in all kinds of vivid, even cryptic, strange, and powerful ways. It's rarely entirely straightforward or superficial, but God can be direct, absolutely. God will not speak to you in a cruel or rude or condemning way. Now, make no mistake, God will convict you of sin in your life. He will bring wrong living to your attention. But remember, the scriptures teach us that it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. So even if he has a corrective word for you, it will be delivered graciously with kindness and love, even if it is a painful thing to hear, because God will absolutely convict you of sin. But it might not be a convicting word. It could be an encouraging word. It could be something exceedingly simple, a Bible verse that comes to mind, a memory that replays in your imagination. Or, like an excellent work of art, it could be something that is, in the moment anyway, somewhat mysterious, but then continues to resonate throughout the day and the week, and its resonance is the point. In any event, I'm sure you're gathering by now that the point is to open your mind and your heart and your imagination to receive from God and then to entertain the possibility that what comes into your heart, your thinking, your feeling could be from God. So with that, let's ask God to speak and then wait and listen. Quite simply, Father, God, we want to hear from you. You know us better than we know ourselves. You know the things that interest us, the things that distract us, the things that make us anxious. You know the things that give us life, that fill our lives with meaning and vitality. You know these things better than we know these things. You know what we're doing, how our day has been. Would you 
come and say anything that you want to say to us about this moment as we sit in your presence. What do you want us to know or feel or see? What is most pressing for us as your children? God, come and speak. Would you go ahead with your own words and ask God the same thing? Then let's just wait a moment and see what comes to mind. something has come to mind or something has surfaced in your thinking and feeling, let's respond to God by asking for any necessary clarification. Maybe the thing that came to mind is a, a little muddled or somewhat hazy, so you might ask God to elaborate or to bring clarity to the thing that you think you're hearing. Maybe it was completely straightforward. You know exactly what you're hearing and you, you probably know what the proper response is to that thing. The sense that you're getting might be clear enough, but how you are to respond to it might be something of a mystery. So ask God, what do you want me to do about this? Is there something that I should feel or think? Something I should say? How do I respond to what you're telling me? if in that moment of quiet listening, you don't feel like anything came to your thinking or feeling, that's perfectly fine. Don't beat yourself up. Don't feel as if the exercise was a failure. Just take another quiet moment to listen again, no pressure, and wait. And if you still think that there's nothing that you can deduce from your time of listening, that's fine. This is like all spiritual disciplines, something that we have to practice, something that has to be refined and honed over time. So my encouragement to you is to keep at it. Don't let one practice that seemed to end in silence dictate the next session of listening prayer, but return to this practice again and again and again. And as you do so, you will learn how to better hear the voice of God. Remember, and that's something that God wants as well. Thank God for his proximity, that he's close, not far away, that he wants to speak. Ask him to be patient with you, to continue to speak, in spite of our often frustrating inability to hear from him. And simply sit in his presence for a quiet moment before you continue in the ordinary rhythms of your day. Remember, quality time with God is the same as quality time with any other loved one. Sometimes to simply sit in the quiet with the person that you love is enough.